hello everybody it's so good to see you all it's, it was weird not seeing you last week actually it was really strange Here we I had, are. A from, had a message from uh lola lopez saying that he really missed us all i know thank you everybody watching thank you so much we've had so much feedback from you yeah this is question at three um we're joined by our original cast original panel <laughs> we've got a um, voiceover artist actress and singer jennifer Siang. Hello. hello we've got sarah jane honeywell who's an actress and presenter and we've got a writer and actress Donna Preston, and we've got actually the welcoming back Adrian Hansel, West End star, singer, Thanks. actor, and we've got, I can't actually think of any, <laughs> I'm going to think of a funny thing for you, Liam, oh. but uh, we've got a filmmaker and director, and I was going to say the Colleen Nolan to my Kay Adams. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't know. I, I love Colleen, it's fine. I, I know it. I want to be Colleen. Right. <laughs> um, so, and also, we've had so many questions. Yeah, you can reach us on YouTube um, every Sunday, or every other Sunday at the moment, at seven o'clock. Um, and then we're obviously on throughout forever. And then reach us on iTunes podcast. Please, please, please. Yeah, come and see us. Guys, we've had so many questions from you as well, which I really wanted to address to everybody. The first one was from, uh, I won't say her name, but... <laughs> don't say her name. <laughs> don't, no, don't say her name. But she was really, really upset. She went to visit her friend's baby. Um, and she kind of said that, the friend had turned around to her and said, um, she's mixed raced. And the friend turned around to her and said, oh, um, oh God, this is hilarious. My baby's going to think you're the help. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Right. Um, obviously, these things happen in these really sort of like, how do you go to your friends to see your new friend's baby? <laughs> and, um, Sorry. They just sort of said, oh God, my friend, you know, my baby's going to think you're the help. She said she didn't want to bring it up then. It wasn't the time or the place. She let it go, but she left with her husband feeling really, her white husband feeling really upset. And he was saying, oh, it's banter. It's a joke. How does she bring it up? Um, let's go to Jen first. What would she oh, say? I mean, <laughs> why come to me first? It's just too hot off the press. It's, it's just, too hot that off the is press. outrageous, isn't it? Um, I think it has to be there and then, personally. I think oh, it's difficult, isn't it? It's a new baby, like, it's all lovely, probably, that where they, you know, that, that situation, you don't want to upset the atmosphere. I get that. I do feel like things probably need to be addressed at the time when it's happening. Um, oh, I don't even know, like... It's a really tricky one. I mean, Sarah Jane, um, you've got two boys. Like in that situation, obviously, you know, you don't ups upset the apple cart, do you? But what what would you say? Where where would you would you just bring it up there and then, or do you leave it, or do you bring it up later and make a make a it's deal of it? Just saying it like made me have a, and I don't get rage because I'm on a lot of Prozac, but it made me have like a welling up of rage, and because who says that? Who even thinks that? And and I, as a mum, oh my goodness, she must have wanted to 
killed the person that did it. And I know it was probably a friend, so that makes it different because I think if you're a loyal person, you're quite protected of your friends. You let them off with a bit, with a few bits. But I, I don't think there's any let off mm. for that. I don't know where that even comes from. That 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 I just don't know. And maybe yeah. that's why I'm working class. Maybe I would never even. I don't know. But it's it's, it's weird. I mean, Adrian, what do, what do you think? I I just want to know where the joke is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you're so right. <laughs> Yeah. All outside the home, it's like, carry on, because I'm waiting for the punchline, I'm, I'm yeah. confused. <laughs> and also for our other half, Shane really, just yeah. to be like, oh, don't banter. Come on, like, really? I just don't like, we I, we know, especially as like us in general are really good with, you know, taking jokes and throwing things back and forth, like, you know, whether it be on set or backstage, you know, we can be ridiculous and say ridiculous things and it obviously doesn't mean anything, but that is on a whole different level. Um, and I, I'm just waiting to know where the actual punchline is because there isn't one for that. There and I'm just interested to know of what happened after and did they just brush it, brush it under the carpet and carry on with the day? I mean... Come on, that's what you do in situations like that. There's been many a time um, when you do just brush things under a carpet. Let's yeah. take it to the second. I've hang actually... on, hang on. Sorry, just to jump in, I think that that is, I mean, maybe it's obvious, but that is such a good example of like where it's just ingrained and people are just saying things willy-nilly and not realising that that isn't a joke, like you're saying. And actually what you find is that this person has become the butt of a joke, the butt of your joke, but that's not for them. It's not a joke at all. Um it's, that's been, it's just ingrained, isn't it? So people feel like it's okay to say that sort of stuff. And that's why we're here having these conversations is that to recognise that kind of stuff that, as I say, is willy-nilly and off the cusp. And but, but I think I'd be more, being more okay. I'd be angry with the husband to say, oh, it's just banter. That would just make me go, that's our child that your so-called friend or our so-called friend was bantering about. That's not banter. That's downright rude, nasty, horrible kind of, that's just awful. It's just, yeah. there's so no... Can I, can I just take this into the second question, then we'll go to Leon and Donna. <clears throat> this was from Nicola in Teddington. And um, just to be very specific, um, but she's white. She's um, obviously got her white family who she loves, but recently she's been getting into really bad fights with them due to their casual racism. Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to show you the picture because it's actually really quite offensive, but I'll explain it. Um, it was of a a white dog. Oh, with, with the a, black dog and with the yeah, with a pillowcase on his on the dog's head. Um, so send me that. I'm going to put it on. I'll put it on when we do the edit because I think okay. it's important people. See okay, it. well, we'll, we'll, we'll show it then. And then the dog's got a um, rope around the black dog's neck. <clears throat> she got this picture sent to her by her brother. And she said, actually, this is really, really racist. And he was like, oh, where's your sense of humour? It's not racist. There's nothing racist about it. It's banter. Now, how does... Um, but she said, this isn't the first thing. It's like, it's down to... Um, got sent a picture of recently. This is really awful. Um, oh, um, the rise, the spike in Corona in Leicester. And then it had all of the Muslims 
praying on the carpet really close together and it says and you wonder why question mark so it's just like every single day she'll be getting messages like this either islamophobia racist or and she doesn't know how to stop it without causing a massive fight falling out with her brother falling out with members of her family leon i'm actually fearing because i got the same i was with a friend a wife friend who got the same thing sent from their one of their family members and my friend was furious and he showed it to me and he was like, how do you respond to that? And I said, well, <clears throat> that person, tell them, oh, I've just showed that to my fr my black friend and he doesn't seem as amused as, if you feel you're sending something to somebody, if you can send it to your black friends or your Muslim friends or your people of color and you think that they're still gonna find it funny, send away. But if at any point you think they're gonna be offended by it, then you know it's wrong. And if you, mm -hmm. that's how you need to adjust, that's how you need to answer. If you look at something, you go, wow, that's really funny. Oh, but Leon might be a bit offended by that. Then it's wrong. Because if I see something and I think my friends, whatever culture or what, if the white, and you know, it's a joke about white people. And I think that's a little bit offensive to my mum. Would I ever share it with anybody? No, I might <clears> call it out. I might call it out in that way, but never ever has anybody got a right to do something just because you're sending it to people who you think are like-minded doesn't mean that it's right. Do you see what I mean? It's like, you've got to think of the person who this is going to affect. And I find it really, really offensive. And I said to my friend, I said, well, turn around and say, I'll just show that to Leon. And do you think Leon will find that funny? Do you know? And then afterwards I'd met that person, that the person who'd sent it and my friend, that forgot about the, the the picture and says, oh, so do you think I should bring up the picture that he sent you? And my friend went like that and looked, cause he felt a bit and I said, don't worry, I'm not gonna because I'd never, you know, I should have really, and I could have made them feel uncomfortable. But a lot of this does come from, it's a generational thing. And again, that isn't an excuse. It's the same thing, I guess, that we go back to with um, the last comment. It's like, there's a lot of things that I need to unravel within that because I need to go, well, how old are these people? Where, what area of the country are they from? You know, because there is a lot of things that we have to take into consideration that banter is different all around the world. How, and all around the country, how close are these two people in friendships and within saying that even if you're super super close if you don't know that this is going to be offensive to that person who's your friend you really need to reevaluate your friendship with that person because if that person feels that they're free enough to say these things to you and that is something that's offended you then they don't know you you might know them more than than they know you and then that's a conversation you need to have and you need to go you know what I need to call them out on it and yeah it is a bit of an uncomfortable time and you're not it's you know it's again is it something that you're going to say within the room? But you, I have, we've all had to reevaluate our relationships with family and friends during this whole Corona thing, not just Black Lives Matter. Corona has opened our eyes to an awful lot that we're seeing on social media. And there are times that we've had to, I've had to step back from friendships and the people haven't necessarily done anything to me, but the reactions that I've seen that they've had to what's going on in the world, people who I've worked with, who I'll put a post out about inequality and injustice, and the stuff when it comes to black inequality and injustice doesn't get the same attention as it might be to the LGBTQ stuff that I put out. And I'm a bit like, on a minute, you can't pick and choose when something's right and when something's wrong. And if you're happy to work with me, again, I don't want you to jump on my bandwagon and go whatever, but you need to see it. And all that is is a simple like on my profile. It doesn't even necessarily need to be a share, but don't like all the stuff that I'm doing about my work stuff. And then not like all the stuff that I'm doing about the issues of people being murdered in the world, because I'm not having it. Yeah, I think it's... Yes, Leon. Yes. It's really tricky, isn't it? I mean, because things on social media, um, 
I've actually I've not removed anybody from my social media um, for anything they've said. You know, I think it's really good. You know, if they were on your social media in the first place, hopefully you'd have some sort of a connection and bond with them. But there was only one person that I did remove, and it was because it was really provocative without him doing anything. And his one was um, when the statues were being pulled down. He had he put up a dog. A dog on the statue, yeah, a dog on the statue and said, um, I'm going to rip this statue down because this dog's got a problem with cats. <laughs> so it's like, and it was, that was one. And then there'd been quite a few, one after the other, but he'd just do this and go, thoughts, question mark. <laughs> and in the end, it does beget, because it's like, I sang at your wedding. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I sang at your wedding, and these are the things that you're thinking that we can put up all of the time mm. that are provoking a reaction. So then he'll get loads of comments. <coughs> People are a bit far right saying, "Oh yeah, 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 that's it." Da, da, da. But without him actually getting involved, and it just wound me up. Donna, let's come to you in what you think about all of this. Well, first of all, just going back on that, um, Ashley, did you talk to this friend before blocking him? Did you um, comment or anything? I he, he did try to contact me, but I was I, I, I'd had enough by then. Because <laughs> okay. well, you'd, you'd had interaction with this person before leading up to the block inside, hadn't you? Yeah. The, 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 the incident before was I basically put up a comment about, this is so petty of how it leads up. But I put up going up, it was like an anniversary of EastEnders or something. And then he sent me a, a underneath, put, where's your integrity? <laughs> Saying, oh, I really enjoyed EastEnders tonight. No, I'm sorry. No, yeah. I'm sorry. I've got a lot to say about that as well. Representation and fucking EastEnders. I mean, shitloads to me. EastEnders does, and everyone can fucking knock it. But when I was growing up trying to be an actor, that was the only fucking thing on the telly that was like, "There's the Black Family," I, and I was desperate to be on EastEnders. I know we're getting to some of that representation stuff later, but like, like you're saying, you say that's petty, like. Fuck me, that's huge. For EastEnders was like a lifeline for a lot of people. Yeah, it's fucking EastEnders, but that is literally the monstrosity that we're dealing with as people of colour going, oh, where can I see myself? Well, fucking EastEnders was the only place. Yes, thank you. And actually, yes, there was my integrity right there, Jen. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck me. Um, but Do Do Donna, what were you, you going to say? Tell me. Well, I think, first of all, you know, if someone sends a picture or anything like that to you, I think you try and educate them and then block the fuckers. Um, because, <laughs> like, I, I personally have never had that sent to me, but if I did, I'd be like, what the chuff are you talking about, babe? And I would, I mean, it's, it's hard to block your family, I guess, isn't it? Well, I probably would. No, I'm joking. Um, but yeah, it's, like I said before, just educate them. And and what what Leon said, it's a generation thing. It's not okay. But there are people from my family who would say these certain things because they are an older generation because they're not educated and they think it's still okay. But that it, it's hard. It's a weird thing to say when I say this because it is racist, but they're not racist. Yeah, um, yeah. And they think they're being funny because they're not actually funny people. Um, does that make sense? And it's all, it's all a bit, yeah. So, um, Can I just back you up on that, Don? It's the whole, 
you know, and sorry to bring names into, but remember the Jim Davidson era where it was like mm. no form of comedy because it was cheap. You know, that when they say cheap comedy, if you feel like you have to go to somebody who who you look upon as worse off than you, Better, then that yeah. is not good comedy. You need to raise yourself above it and find humour in things that everybody can relate to. And I think yeah. the older generation are still from that whole kind of was it Bernard Manning, Jim Davidson, where it was like, oh, it was funny. People always said it, but they're not, they're not being brought up. They're not in life in the way a lot of people are now in the way to go you know what we have to rise above that and let's find humor in ways that we can all enjoy it and not make yeah. it feel bad and i get but, you you're going but sorry that. just on but in a way like you kind of you can't blame these people for thinking these things because we were watching comedians on tv yeah. little britain you know, Ant and Dex stuff. You, you see all the press coming out now apologising, Keith Lemon apologising for, for what they did in the past. We were watching that and laughing and we weren't yeah. saying anything. Um, and now, because of what's happened recently, everyone's like, shit, son, I've, this is all wrong. This is fucking wrong. And why the hell? And I'm, you know, it, it's a great thing that's happening. But then you kind of go... Okay, what are these comedians going to be talking about now? Oh, oh, I don't know, babe. What are you going to be talking about? Uh, do, do you see what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I completely see. I, I, I didn't watch Little Britain. I didn't watch it because I was disgusted at the um, bit where the old lady was always sick if she saw somebody um, of a different, you know, a different colour or a different race or whatever, and she was always. And it made her sick when she spoke to them. I think it was usually in an Indian shop or something. Oh, and yeah. that appalled me yeah. from the start. And I remember someone saying to me at the time, oh, no, but, but they're actually taking the mickey out of people like that. And I was like, yeah, but they're not. And they shouldn't be taking the mickey out of people like that because it kind of condones it. Because those people are not clever enough to go, oh, they're showing me how bad I am. Those people go, yes. That's what I think as well. Mm. And I didn't watch it. And I love Matt Lucas. I love him, love him, love him. But I didn't watch it for that very reason. And it's interesting. I mean, that the dog picture to me is just grotesque. And I don't, my, none of my friends would dare send something like that to me because I know that I'd kick off all the Prozac and everything. I'd still kick off. But um, yesterday, my husband actually called out this old guy um, and he was brilliant how he did it. But, but I'd like to see what you think about how he did it, actually. Because basically this old guy said he'd been stopped by the BBC to talk about this dog who's the Dan Buster's dog that is called the N-word. That's its name. And they've got it on a plaque. Because we live near the RAF. So we, I, we've got the, um, the Red Arrows here. So they were asking people about, you know, what do you think about the fact that they're going to remove this name from the plaque? And this old bloke was saying the word, which I'm not going to say. And he was saying, I don't see what's wrong with it. And, you know, that's the dog's name. And he didn't mean anything by it. And that's how people spoke then. And my husband said a brilliant thing. He went, if he'd called that dog, and I won't say it, because it it's not as offensive as, as the own word, but it still might offend the ladies here. If that dog had been called C-U-N-T, that name would never have even been on that plaque. So mm -hmm. it is offensive and it should get removed. And whatever he called his dog, fine, that's up to him. But if it was... Or, or what else? He said if it was if the dog had been called D U N T or nonce, it wouldn't have even been on that plaque. And he was like, it's so offensive. And he was like, and if people can't see that, then they are racist. And I was like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And I suppose this leads us back to our to our two brilliant questions that we had sent in. It's like, 
how do we unpick unpick this? How do we start saying to people when we're, it's so complex, Leon? This is the problem. It's like I've sat with my friends and people of an older generation than me and they go, but it was okay back then. And I get it's not okay now, but can somebody really explain why? So people aren't getting the education of why these things are wrong. And these people, you know, because the people who I'm talking about aren't necessarily watching us talk. Of course not. And they don't have the friends of colour, probably. And, you know, it's like, it gets to that point where, oh, you know, we've all got responsibility, but sometimes it's really draining that every time you come up against somebody who really wants to be educated on it, you're having to try and educate them as to why. And you know what, as well, I don't know a lot of the things, and because I am quite outspoken about stuff, and people will go, oh, Leon, you'll know. And I'm like, I really don't. I can give you my opinion on why I think it might be. But again, that doesn't really entitle you to go around and tell people that's how things are. Because you know what? In five years, things might change again. But I think ultimately, the whole thing of like, you know, we did the whole stuff with like the the um, Gollywogs thing. And again, it's like why that's wrong and understanding why it's wrong. And, you know, I had another discussion after that conversation with my friend about, um, you know, but it was like, but they're just black dolls. I'm like, they're not black dolls. They're a representation of black people. You know, I said, but let's see the representation of white people compared to how he represents the black people. It's completely wrong. And also, you know, you had the black minstrels at the time, which were white people blacking up. It's like there was no subtlety to it. It's like black tar with, you know, red lips. It's like, come off it. Is that what? Is that what a black? Does somebody look like that? No, it's wrong. You know? Right. So, and right. Obviously, in in the workplace. I think all of you know the people of colour on here uh, have been the only black person in a cast or the only black person in a city. And sometimes I've actually been, and I hate myself for it. No, no more hate, but I don't particularly enjoy that I've done it. I've kind of made black jokes about myself before to kind of like break the ice, which is ridiculous. But it oh. all stems back to when I had this agent. I didn't stay with her very stay with her for very long, but she used to call me Little Black Ash, <laughs> right? Little Black Ash, and um, and like, but I was so young at the time that I used to go and just let it. I knew it wasn't right. But there is a massive thing, isn't there, with like people who aren't black projecting what they want and whatever they want to call you and see you as and believe you to be and believe you to, you know stand for and for a long time we were just told it was okay so it's not surprising to me that you go oh yeah that's just what she calls me like uh, yeah it's a bit wrong but uh, you know who am I to stop and tell her otherwise whatever what age you were you know it's hard in our business it's so hard like um it's just so hard to upset anybody mm. it is um and um it's, it's not comparing but it, it's that thing of like you know um, just if you if you'd have said please don't call me that well you don't have an agent anymore because mm. you're difficult um, so it, it's it's so difficult mm. so I don't I think she was in the wrong she was absolutely in the wrong but you can't always call everybody out because I think now that sorry to butt in because everyone's um, sort of trying not everyone a lot of people are having this conversation starting to hold themselves to account to certain things Maybe now, if that woman was calling you that and you did say, hey, hang on a minute, she would probably check herself in a way that she knows she's being watched by other people as well as 
little black ash do you know what i mean like it's yeah. not you against her it would be like if anybody heard that story because this conversation is so much bigger now she might stop and think and change it and i feel like that is why in all these lo- like little situations I, we can't fight every battle with these this conversation that we're having here and i'm not going to touch everybody by talking to every single one of my friends but if you're that person and you're in a situation and you have an opportunity to either educate or call someone out or, you know, just make someone feel uncomfortable and walk away and think about it for a second, the one second that they wouldn't otherwise have thought about it, then I feel like it's all our duties to do that. Mm. Yeah. I think as well, I think you would question it. Mm. You'd be like, what, what do you mean? Why are you calling me that? Mm. And then they would think, well... Oh, yeah, why am I? Oh, yeah. Why am I? It's like, um, it's completely different, but a, a, a few people have called me Big D. But why are you calling me that? Oh, because I'm fat? No, babe. Absolutely no. Don't call me Big D. My name's Donna. Mm-hmm. Thank you! You know, it's just, <laughs> it's just... You would absolutely question it. Just question it. Oh, I love question it. What a good name, Ash. You've written the perfect name. <laughs> True though, isn't it? That's such a good way. It's like if anybody feels like, oh, well, what should I do at that point? Just question it. And you know what? The subtly, you know, getting back to the original questions, it's a case of going, oh, oh, they'll think you the help. She feels uncomfortable. Maybe now she can be empowered to go, oh, really? Or she thinks you can just go, oh, well, oh, really? She's been coming help. Well, hi. And just, yeah, exactly. Yes, (laughs) exactly. She'll laugh and go, (laughs) because you're, oh, and then she'll question it herself. And that's true. That's all we need to do is when someone says something we feel uncomfortable, let's go, oh, really? Why? Why is that? Because also, some people (laughs) generally, generally from a good place, obviously, I I do think that dog picture, you must be really, really a bit thick if you can't see. You know, there are some things, some things are a lot more subtle. And I think, you know, some people generally do not even would, would be so mortified if they realised it was offensive. If you don't say anything, like you said, just to question it, then they won't know. You know, they, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something, um, which I'm not embarrassed about anymore, but I was at the time. But I think it's really important to say, because otherwise what's the point of us doing it? But this was a really long time ago, and I can't even remember, but um, I got sent a picture, which I thought was just the most cutest, adorable thing ever. And it was um, um, a black toddler, maybe two or three, um, I don't know, I'm assuming it was by the parents or, you know, it seemed that way. Um, and and, it, and it, was a, it was a Pepsi bottle cut out and it had the lid and the bottom and then the Pepsi label wrapped around the baby's belly. So the baby was the Pepsi bottle, but the baby was, was a black baby, sort of looking like a Pepsi bottle. This baby was the most cutest, littlest thing. And for me, this was maybe like 15 years ago, maybe a bit more. And I was like... Oh my god, that's so cute! Like how cute that little costume! Da, da, da. And I sent it to Ash, and he he, t- he, he sent me that message going, "That's really racist." And I was like, oh. "But you need to look at that." He really, and I was like, and I, because when I first got sent, I was like, "Oh my god, that's the cutest thing!" Because it was the most beautiful, cutest little baby. And obviously, I assumed the parents did it, and I saw it as a costume, and I thought it was cute. But it needed someone to say, no, look at it again. Really look at it. And I was like, he was like, look at it. And I did look at it and I was like, oh my God, that's actually awful. And it just blew the wind out of my sails. And 
it made me kind of think, oh my God, yeah, like it's not a costume, it's not a cute little thing, it's actually really bad. And it did take someone to kind of go, just look at it again and realise what that is. Yeah, and I did. You and to stop and think. Can I question it? Can I question that? Because I can't, I'm trying to visualise it in my head and I'm like, is it, if it, is it, so if the little, little baby with a Pepsi sign around her and she's going as a bottle of Pepsi, is that racist? With a pet, with a, it, had, it was a Pepsi bottle lid, a plastic, a Pepsi bottle, and then the label was wrapped back. But this baby wasn't, it wasn't like a five, six, seven, eight year old who could have said you were getting a Oh, okay, a baby was born. It was what, a, a brand new like, baby? Was, yeah, like under one. It wasn't oh. like a little baby, yeah. I thought you meant it was a kid going to a fancy dress costume. Ashley, I thought that's remember, clever. <laughs> Leon, don't start. I'm confused. Oh I'm God. really confused in this one. I want so to it... send me the picture so we can put it up. Oh, the, the picture will be long gone, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, I need to see it because so that bitch is somewhere. Guys, Trust me, it exists. Yeah, yeah, it exists. So if an adult, if if an adult wore uh, that costume. Would it be okay? Because he, he, obviously he, he, he's got his own thoughts and, you know, what he can do and stuff. But to do that as a child, that child hasn't got its own thoughts. So yeah, is what is it okay if an adult does that? Do you know, it's hard, like I did a play ages ago and it, it reminds me of this where um, there was a black guy in it and he was, I love him, I love him, I love him so much. And he was Bagheera. <laughs> And I lost my, I lost the plot a little bit with the, with the director because he suggested that his costume be a thong and baby oil as Vakira. And I was a bit like, rah, that, that, I don't know why, but are you okay with that? I won't say the guy's name. And he was like, not really. I feel like, is it racist? I don't know. And I was like, I don't know. And like he and I, so he's a black guy. He was going, is it racist? And I'm a white girl going, I don't know. Is it racist? But it feels a bit racist. So I didn't, would, would he make me wear body oil and a bikini? Cause that would be really bad if he did. So why is he doing it to you? And I feel like that's, obviously he was using my friend's skin color to be Bagheera and so and I suppose that's the same with the Pepsi bottle so I suppose it is racist in a way it is I don't know yeah I mean right. if we're not sure it's probably best not to do it isn't it it's probably just yeah. like yeah yeah so if it makes you feel uncomfortable <laughs> uh, yeah yeah for the child because the child doesn't have its own thoughts but as for an adult, going to a fancy dress party. So Ash, if you came to my fancy dress party, because we're gonna have to have one soon, I love a fancy dress. <laughs> if you came dressed as a Pepsi bottle, is that okay? Because I'm gonna be honest here, I would find it hilarious. Sorry. <laughs> but only because I know Ash. <laughs> I'd be like, babe, this is fucking genius. You're, a, you're an absolute legend, coming as a Pepsi bottle. This is great. <laughs> you know, and then, but is it, is, I mean, obviously, because it's, I've, you know, white people, it's, there's no history, but say, for example, if we all came, a fancy dress party of drinks, and I came as a milk bottle, yeah, you know, really with semi-skimmed around me, but, and, then, and then... No, but guys, it would mean me coming naked. <laughs> yes, babe. <laughs> Yes! Let it all hang out. Put a hat on. I mean, it would be ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm with Donna on this one. I'm like, um, this would be a, one of those, because like, if someone came to me and said to me, 
you know, because they think I'm an oracle. Oh. I'm like, is this racist? I'd be like, I'm if I saw a baby, I wouldn't think it was racist. I think it was abuse to my child, to be fair. <laughs> like, <laughs> your child wrapped up in a Pepsi bottle, like label, no, that's wrong, a newborn baby. But say, for, okay, bring it back to me. It's like, okay, what, what color am I at the minute? You know, I go up and down in shades. So well, if I was like, okay, I look like I could be a bun for a hot dog. <laughs> And I put a hot dog thing down the middle and my skin with the hot dog bun. Would I be being racist? <laughs> you see what I mean? It is, I can understand why people... <laughs> I just, I just oh. think the difference was, one, it was a child. And yeah. secondly, I do think that picture was going around. It was more like, I don't know. Who's sending like, it to you? Yeah, it's, I think it's a different thing. Like you said, Donna, having the integrity to dress as what you want as a as an adult with your own thoughts and feelings and humour and stuff. I think that is a bit different, isn't it? And but I mean, I think to round the I sec think so. It's about having. Yeah, you do or don't think so, Adrian? Sorry. Oh my God. Uh, no, I think so. I agree. All oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. To round the, it's so it's so complex and oh. it is. You know, you've just got a question. It go. That's brilliant. Yeah. What you said Leon about. So you, um, baby thinks I look like the help. Why? Why would they think I look like the help? I mean, it's egg, eggy, <laughs> but brilliant. And um, yeah. And the also, sorry, yeah, I just had another thought. So I had a similar thing, and a mate said to me like, their kid was in the supermarket for the first time and saw a black person and was like, like stopped in their tracks, like you know, maybe child under two or whatever. And he sort of told me that story. Like, she wasn't being mean or anything. Like, she just had never seen a black person before. And so it's kind of like, I'm not sure I need to ne know that story. Do I need to know that story? Mm. How does that make me feel? Have you stopped to think about how that makes the black person feel? Similarly, you know, these people are saying, oh, she's the help. Like, well, but no. But then I'm missing point there because she's saying it as a joke. He wasn't saying it as a joke. He was just sort of telling me this thing that went on that and I might relate to as a black person. Is he telling you because you like he feels that it's a conversation he wants to have with a black person? Is he just trying to open up that dialogue to see is is he actually being out of order with that? I don't know if he is. Well, I, I think it was definitely from a genuine place. But for me at the time, I was just like, why are you telling me this? Yeah. I'm just and like, now, <laughs> right, yeah. Why, now, now it's a case of going, oh, why, why are you telling me? Let's yeah. question him on that. Because also it's important for him to go, well, actually, why, I, why, why do I feel the need to tell her? I mean, that, yeah, which of your other mates have you told that story to? Okay, exactly. I mean, I've got, I've just, to round this up, I've, I was on a gig and we were in a hotel up north. To round this up, here's another story. <laughs> <laughs> I just really want to hear your thing on this. I was up, like... It's a Rat Pack gig, so I'm the only black guy. Sat there, and this guy had had, you know the guy who does the adverts for the bank with the glasses? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. He became really Pink. famous, didn't he? That guy was always, I think... Halifax. Yeah, yeah, Halifax. Halifax. Yeah. But there are other banks out there, guys. There are other banks. Well, he'd been on the week before at this club doing a personal appearance, right? And uh, this guy's there and he's and he stood and he's talking, he went and he just decides to bring up the conversation that this guy's been on the week before and and he started and he, he went he went and he was trying to say he was good, but he went, God, God he was black, God he was good, good, he was good, he was good. 
And he was meant to say God, he was good, but he went, God, he was black. God, he was good. He was good. He was Stop good. It. <laughs> right. Stop it. The miss sat there and he walked away. <laughs> the miss there. God, he was black. God, he was, God, he was black. God, he was good. He was good. He was good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. God, God he was black. a bit of comedy because you can't not laugh at the stupidity of that. <laughs> that man felt an absolute... <laughs> what was he actually thinking? Oh, Interesting thing. I'm buried himself. <laughs> absolutely buried himself. Anyway, at least we can have a laugh about something. Like, if you don't uh, laugh, you cry. Right, oh. now, Liam, I'm going to hand this over to you. I may destroy well, you. Well, I did want to go into that, but oh. we talk about the um, the other comment first, just in case we don't get to it, because I think we could do I May Destroy You on the next one, because it's still... Okay, okay, okay. Agreed. That's a good idea. Okay. This is Sarah Jane Honeywell. <laughs> uh, on question two, said honest. I can't. I can't. God, he was black. God, he was black. I, I literally can't handle that. <laughs> yeah. God. Everyone was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> Sorry, I'm over it. So, I'm too confused and a strong. Question it two. Uh, Sarah Jane Honeywell said that she doesn't see colour, um, which raised comments from white and black people. Leon, hand this over because you had the main comment, which was from a mixed oh. brother of mixed people. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh, she's very popular. Sarah. <laughs> Jane Honeywell. So, I say by the bell. The comment came from, um, it was a white girl, white woman, again, my microaggression calling women girls, sorry, I apologize. Um, it was a white woman who had mixed race kids and she said um, something along the lines of, I think I love the discussion, loves everybody, like everybody loves everybody, uh, which has been really lovely. But um, she said, Sarah's comments, I totally get where she was coming from, but I do think it's important to see colour as a mother of mixed race parents and uh, mixed race children. And I got what she was saying, because we all, we all understood when you said it, Sarah, it wasn't a case of you don't see colour, it's just you don't see colour as an issue. It's one of those things. Yeah. But it's like, it has come up before. It's come up before on a job with me where directors told me where race has been brought up and they've gone, you know, it's, it's not about race. I don't see colour. And it's like, well, you should see colour. There's nothing wrong with seeing colour, you know? It's like seeing colour is beautiful. We're all different shades. We're all different colours. It's like, it's not about that. It's like there's a difference between not seeing colour and not seeing colour as an issue. Do you see what I mean? But it was like, just to give you a chance to kind of talk your side, I feel like I've just led that question. No, no, I contradicted myself anyway, because on the first week I said that if a black man comes into the club, I get hold of my bag. So I completely contradicted myself. I think I was more talking about my kids and the fact that I was <laughs> glad they don't see colours. So they don't say to me, my little boy, Phoenix, doesn't say to me, mummy, why have I got green eyes and you've got brown eyes? He just doesn't see that. In the same way, I'm glad that when he's at school, he doesn't say, why is that little girl got much darker skin? He just sees <clears throat> he just sees them as friends. That's all they are to him. He hasn't been, and he must have, and I will make sure he does have, he doesn't know the history behind race and color and all of that. So I did contradict myself. And I suppose, <clears throat> obviously I do see color, but I don't, I'm not one of those people that, um, if I meet somebody, I don't automatically go, oh, but, but where are your ancestors from? And I think it's race. I don't see race. So I don't, I just see 
people I just see people and I think that's what I meant for example like I think I'm like a bit of Polish Jew a bit Greek and a bit Irish I think and nobody ever says to me but what's your heritage because why everyone just assumes that I am British and that's it and I think when I said I don't see colour if somebody is here then I just assume they were born here like me and and that's I think that's what I was saying that I don't see and it was more that I'm glad that my kids don't see colour I'm glad that my kids don't stop in the supermarket and go mm. and, I've got a friend. I think, is it the wording of it? It's not don't see colour, don't reference the colour. Because, of course, yeah. I think it's one of those things, because this brings up the whole point of, well, actually, when people say don't see colour, that's not a bad thing. It's like, well, actually, why is it? it what, what is the reason why we should see colour? And I think that is what the conversation is. It's like, it's, there's a valid reason why we should, you know, see see colour and see race and where people are from and um, not from that's the wrong term but what their background and heritage is it's not a, a great thing to kind of go oh so you know where are you from what's your heritage what's your background but actually appreciating the fact that people of different skin tones and different looks do come with a wealth of different experiences yeah. and embracing that but just because they look like that doesn't necessarily mean they were born or they just got off a boat from that place do you know what I mean it's yeah. like a lot of people you know that is but I not have, to judge them off the back of the fact of the colour is a different thing. And I have a question because I don't know what's correct and what's incorrect because I, because I am white and so my life is much easier and I don't get all these things thrown at me. But, you know, like people see me and they see, I'm like four foot eleven and six and a half stone. So people see me and immediately comment on my height and my um, and my size and all of that just like Donna just like Donna was saying but I don't think that's the same is it that's not the same as the actual racism that people get when they do see colour and they do like Adrian it, it broke my heart when you said that you went to digs and people opened the door and went and I know we were all laughing but people opened the door and went oh sorry but I, oh you you didn't you didn't sound like that on the phone that yeah that's 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 awful to have to experience that your whole life as a white person that doesn't have to experience that, the only thing I get is, oh, you're not very big. Well, whatever, I'm not very big, big deal. But to actually get, oh, you, you didn't, oh, oh, you didn't sound like that. I think, there's oh. I think there's a difference from someone saying, oh, you're not very tall, and then you count your day, with someone opening the door and maybe not wanting you to stay. Like, I don't think you'll get turned away from digs because they think yeah. you're short or tall, or, but there was a, there, there, there's a, a huge chance that they wouldn't want you to stay in their place because they didn't think that you were going to be like yeah. when you arrived and that yeah it's the different connotations yeah and i think that that's what i meant when i said i don't see color like i would never if someone if i was renting in a room out and i opened the door i'd just be like oh hi i definitely would be like hi come in how are you have you had a safe journey i just it's just that i don't see color in that way of going <gasps> however I still contradict myself because when I'm in a pub, I do kind of go, oh my goodness. I do about young white guys as well, if they're like well, covered so in That's feet. what I mean, like, and again, not defending you in any way or different, but as in, I think it's the, it's the phrasing of it. It's, the, it's, not a, it's not a case of that you don't see colour. It's like, you don't see colour as an issue. You don't attach mm. colour to negative connotations. So I'm yeah, exactly that. the skin, but I don't attach that to kind of a negative thing that's going to make me judge them always of course you know you said you had that issue where with, with the grabbing of the bag and the instant reaction it wasn't necessarily a thing of going that was as we 
started to pick apart in the first one was more linked to the stereotypes that we've grew up with through the media and what we should do. But generally in life, it's kind of when you see somebody, especially when you're introduced to people, it's a case of you judge them from. But can I just open this up to the people of colour? I, I always say I hate that term, but I don't know what to say anymore. Can somebody else in the comments say what I should say? <laughs> um, Jen, why do you think it's important to see colour? Well, I think I think you did say it right, Leon, in that seeing colour means that there are certain connotations, almost positive discrimination, that I need you to recognise that I've been through a certain load of shit from being a person of colour. And to not recognise that is to do me a disservice as to who I am in this moment, in a way. And, you know, that could be a plethora of things and really extreme for one person and not so extreme for another. Um, I was going to say, I've had a few people very close to me who I've had this sort of conversation with who, who say they don't see colour or said they don't see colour. I personally think that there's a massive sort of spectrum of those people that don't see colour who have already been on this sort of journey that we're kind of on, who've gone sort of full circle and at some point in their life realised that I am equal to, I mean, you're not equal obviously in the, in, in the most basic way, but like you don't, they don't, they don't, they don't take note or they don't go out of their way to perceive people of colour differently. And they, try to treat them equally and they don't see colour because they feel like I am the same as them or we are the same. And I feel like there's a there's still a journey that a lot of people are on and we almost have to go full circle before we get to that point where we can actually all say we don't see colour because we are equal and because we have had equal opportunities. But you can't get to that point until you've seen the colour in the first place to understand where all of these people have come from and what they've been through and what they've struggled against in a way. And I feel like there's a lot of people who are, who sort of already have done that full circle journey, if that makes sense. They do understand, you know, the backgrounds of some of these black people and people of color and stuff. And so they can give them the opportunities or the, I don't even know what the term is like. You could, they can, they can take all of that into consideration to then understand, yeah, you're a black person, so you probably had this experience, therefore I don't see colour because I've sort of understood that about you, if that makes sense. But I think most of the world has not been through that journey yet. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people are going, but I don't see colour, I don't understand what the difference is. And it's not until they sit and look and understand the real nuances of this, the sort of ingrained um, racism that we're you know largely talking about now and it's not until they look at those nuances that they realize ah oh, that's why I have to see color so that people can but please may I ask a question so I don't know did any of that make sense what are the best things to tell my children because I want to get it right I want to get it right this is a new generation to change things and as a parent it is my responsibility to get it right with my children but i don't know what the right things are to say i, I think, think Sarah, with that not necessarily this because you know we are a bit adult to think but 
when the resources come along, like the School of Racism, which we, which Ashley spoke about, in, which everybody should watch, it's amazing. Keeping note of those things, and then within the normal education system that they've got, just drip feed these little things in. Because what you don't want to do is sit with your kids and lecture them on this is this and this is that. But if you can incorporate these educational tools that are out there, and it might be this podcast when they get a bit older, or it might be you know another podcast that somebody else has recommended to you, or the books that Jen recommended as well. I think those things. It's mm-hmm. because nobody specific. I don't believe that anybody. All the kids or, you know, people who grew up being racist have had the families go, hate black people, blah, blah, blah. It's small, micro things that have gone on within the family that they've picked up on and they've carried on into life. So rather than trying to lecture people into you should do this, it's just adding these little things and keeping everything else the same. But just every now and again, add the extra little books in and the little educational tools. I think that's the best way for anybody out there to fix it, because we all know as human beings and the journey we've been through, as soon as somebody sits down and begins to tell you this is what you should do, we're going to do the complete opposite you know what I mean yeah I do and it's just that thing I think as well that's why at the moment I just I'm just glad they don't even bring it up because honestly if I'm not I I don't know what is the right thing to say apart from that person just like you or I just like you've got green eyes and I've got brown eyes they've just got and my skin's slightly darker than my son's he's really pale um do I say that or am I doing black people a disservice by saying that? I, I, I think it's not just. I think it's almost exactly just what Leon said because, like, for me, it um, and maybe the others, it, it, it was just not not seeing yourself, not seeing the difference, not seeing different people, not seeing different religions, ended up being a thing. As I think now, um, there are a lot more people of colour, um, writers and lecturers and PMs and actors and singers and books. And I think if kids from a really young age just see that, then they can see, you know, then, then they can see that like people are different and, um, you know, people, there are singers and there are actors and there are amazing people of all different walks of life is where I didn't really see any of that. Mate. Um, and I think it's just exactly what Leon said. Because of Jennifer, now I've started, like I've been going through all of their books and making sure that mm. I'm completely right. And I keep looking at the Lego, which you can see surrounds us. And I'm like, why are they and you all got yellow faces? What's it? What's going on? <laughs> I, because of you guys, I'm seeing things completely differently. So I thank you for that because, and I thank you for being patient with me and my ignorance. It is ignorance. It is ignorance from not asking questions. Isn't that the most amazing thing about this platform, actually? Because <clears throat> I've I've seen similar conversations and the white interviewer in where there's one blackface normally a carla um and and i did see one recently where the interviewer turned around and said if it's so painful for you here in this country you know if you, you know, why don't you why do you stay here if you hate don't it, that it much? don't say it don't say it's it like, <laughs> <laughs> I love England. We all love England. It's because I was fucking born here. I was going to go to my home. Where, the... Where else am I going to go? <laughs> when just go back to nobody. They wouldn't know me. It'd be all. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. but like, so I think that's what's brilliant is that we are having these conversations where we can, you know, Sarah Jane, Donna, Jen, Adrian, Leon. We can just have these chats and not feel that we're going to be 
either told you bore off now you're boring me i've heard it bringing up the race card or <laughs> or, or mm. a black person going why don't you understand well you should understand it look we've been here for these many years it's sort of like it's just a very leveled conversation, conversation. it's a conversation so yeah. adrian you brought up something there i think we should round it off today mm. i think we should end here and then we'll do a part two of part three <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, uh, and we'll do and we'll do our talking about representation on screen because jen you brought it up today and so is adrian saying just not seeing anybody um apart from maybe two people in emu do you remember emu aid it was amazing yeah i <laughs> know yeah. uh, jen you're too young really <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah let's do this again thank you Thank you, everybody watching us at home. Please watch us again on YouTube, and we've got our. You can listen to us in the car, which I heard Steve first was doing. Thank you, Steve. Um, <laughs> on iTunes for the. Oh, podcast. can I just do a shout out? Yeah. Our very own Jen has got her own podcast, so please, hey. sure you check that out. <laughs> Jen, can you tell us a little bit about that before we round off? Well, my name is Jennifer Sighing. and it's called Just Sighing or Just Saying, if you like. Um, so it started off as just some musings, thoughts, nod to things that I feel quite strongly about. Um, and I've been trying to sign, kind of find this place where I'm making it topical, but also just trying to make light of life and current affairs and that sort of thing, basically. We'll put a link, we'll link to well. that. We'll put a link to that underneath. Yeah. Thanks for the shout out. It's only 12, at the moment, the first one's only 12 minutes as well, so, you know. We're going to have to go and everyone now. Agents have recently done Turn Up London. Where can we get that? that is, um, um, I, I think they're planning on doing something at the minute so you can watch it again, but it was like a live stream over three nights um, and it was um, for charity raising for different um, black charities and it was a live concert. Amazing. Amazingly and had no no rehearsal. Can't believe you just learned that without rehearsal. This is a new thing now. No rehearsal. Yeah, but I'm not being funny. We're with royalty here when we're talking about Mr. Adrian Hansen. <laughs> 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 yeah. Guys, I love you all. I love you seeing you every Sunday. It's no, amazing. Just... Guys, we'll, we'll see you at the uh, fancy dress party on Saturday. I'm coming <laughs> at them. Yes! Zero. <laughs> yeah. Bailey's, Liam. Oh, Bailey's. <laughs> <laughs> oh thanks, Bailey's. Oh my god! And now I want you to come as that bun. God, I'm gonna come as the <laughs> bun. <laughs> no. so right. We're gonna do this every two weeks, Ashley. Or what? Th what? What are we thinking? Because I kind of want to get part two out of the way. I'm up for anything. Well, we can't do, do it now. Part four. Should we, should we do a mid? Should we do a midweek? We could record it midweek and then put it out. Let's just let's discuss it off air. Yes, it yes. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Like and tell Bye. all your friends about us. Please comment and let us know what you want us to speak about. Comment. And we'll be Bye. in the live chat later. Bye-bye. See you. Bye. -bye. Bye.